Welcome to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. I am Josh May. I am Katie Arnold. And I'm Ross Bacon. And we are, yet again, a three of the Maker Builders with Remax of Grand Rapids coming to you with some exciting real estate talk. Some would say real estate 101. Is that what some would say? Or you could say. Or maybe we'll get into the glossary of real estate terms. You know, we like to break it down here every once in a while and just dig deep on some real estate terms that we know very well, but maybe the general public needs a little bit of a further explanation. I've liked doing this because, you know, we get to kind of dig deep on some things that, again, we're involved with every day. So let's dig a little deeper. And Katie, I'm going to let you pick any word in the real estate glossary. And Ross and I are not going to have any idea what it is. It's a lot of words. I want you to try and stump us. Uh, okay. We've got 32 years of real estate experience. And if you do stump us, then we will give away a all expense tray paid trip to Mexico to one of our clients. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I get to write a little disclaimer at the bottom of the screen. But this is not real. I thought that it would be interesting today if we talked about a CMA. Uh, the comparative market analysis and breaking down what that is, why you use it, when it comes into play, anything that the people might need to know about what is a CMA. And let's let's break it down. I love it. Well, let's for let me start by saying that you know I don't think we're gonna have to send anybody to Mexico, Ross. <laughs> I no, we know this one. We know nobody, this one. Nobody. Nobody knows this. Well, nobody knows this better than us either. So why don't um, why don't you tell the viewers and listeners, what does that actually stand for? The CMA stands for Comparative Market Analysis, one of the, probably the most important tools you have um, when looking for pricing on uh, a seller's home. Uh, I, now I know there's a Zestimate out there, but well, that's another podcast that we can maybe have someday, but kind of similar to that, except ours is a little more uh, comprehensive and a little more detailed um, in the comparative market analysis. Um, and it's a fantastic tool to use. Uh, any agent should show up to it to kind of go over that with their seller when they're trying to price their home to sell. You got it. So the CMA, just to kind of break that down a little bit further. So from a basic standpoint, that is our overall pricing tool. That is our pricing tool. That is how we uh, assign what we believe to be a, a, a true correct value for a listing uh, price and a potential sale price of a home based on market conditions. Like Ross said, one of the most important tools when we sit down with a seller, you know, people want to know what to do with their house, how to get it ready. But at the end of the day, the most important thing to most people is what is my home worth? And that's where a CMA comes in. That's where the market knowledge comes in. So let's dig a little bit deeper into what actually goes into a comparative market analysis. So when we, you know, when we're going on a listing appointment and we want to be prepared, because typically we'll be able to price things out even, you know, in most cases before we walk into a house, we'll have a general idea and then we'll take the condition of the house into account. But let's take the viewers through what goes into our thought process when we're actually sitting at our office, studying data, what are we looking at 
uh, things we're focused on to bring comparable homes into that CMA? What do you got, Ross? I mean, it's a very broad question you had there because I mean, pretty much everything kind of comes into play there. I mean, you're looking at square footage. You're looking at the type of updates the home has, uh, the specific neighborhood. You're, what you're really trying to do is compare apples to apples as, as much as best as you can in the shortest amount of time as you can. Right. Would you agree? You know, you don't, you don't want to go back five, 10 years. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to try to go back within six months if possible. And then I tend to kind of work my way out a little further from there. Yeah. I mean, I, I whenever I start with the CMA, you know, first and foremost, uh, I try and set a time frame, like Ross said. I mean, in this changing market, I mean, I guess the norm over the past couple of years would be we're going to look at a, the past six months as far as data goes. Now, it's okay. Like if there's not a overabundance of uh, data out there, we can go back a little bit farther, maybe some higher end price points. We want to understand everything that's happened in the neighborhood over the past year or two. But in most cases, we're looking inside of six months. Okay. So timing in past sales history is important. With that being said, we also want to understand what is currently on the market and is under contract. And why is that important? Because that tells us what somebody listed a home at, what that list price was that attracted an offer. That's really good information for us to analyze and a seller to understand. The other thing that we want to look at is, you know, your active listings. What is going to be your competition on the market? right? How do we stack up to that competition? With any CMA, as, as a general rule, when I sit down with a seller, I'm typically bringing three to four sold comparable homes. I'm going to bring maybe one to two pending or homes that are under contract right now. And I'm going to bring maybe another one to two active listings. Okay. Now to get deeper into that, obviously we've got the timing. Now we need to dig into the location. Location is going to be critical. Some of the school districts in Grand Rapids are very big. Greater Grand Rapids are very big. So if I'm looking at houses on the northeast side of Forest Hills, very rarely am I going to pull a comp from the south side of Forest Hills. It's a very large geographical neighborhood, similar to Rockford, similar to Byron Center. We want to understand, you know, neighborhood to neighborhood and how these values relate. So we're looking to stay closer together, the better. So a school district will come into play. If you're in like Grand Rapids Public, for example, just specific neighborhoods come into play. So getting that location that makes sense is, is also very important. Well, I'm just gonna kind of take everybody through what goes through my head. So we've talked about timing, we've talked about location, and generally speaking, when somebody um, gives us their home address, we've already got an idea on price range. So we're going to assign a wide price range as we're doing our search, right? If we believe a home is like in the 300000 range, I'm not going to be looking at $800,000 comps, right? You want to stay within a general area of that price range. The other thing you need to take into account is the actual style of home. So in most cases, you know, appraisers and realtors, we're not going to uh, come over with a bunch of random different styles of home. If we're pricing out a ranch style home, we're gonna try and look at other ranch style homes. If we're pricing out two story homes, we're gonna take a look at other two story homes. And all the other variables that come into play are gonna be your bedrooms, your bathrooms, your garage stalls, your total finished square footage above grade. Does the house have a finished basement? How big is the lot for the house? 
And then overall, we're gonna sift through all the photos and see how your home stacks up to some of these other homes as far as interior condition. So these are all the things that I look at. And then just having a really good sense of how street to street affects value, because you'd be surprised, like you can literally, like for the inexperienced agents out there, maybe the inexperienced sellers, like there can be a massive difference within a block and your real estate professional needs to understand that because that's how values can get skewed. If you're pulling things and not understanding neighborhoods and borders of how pricing relates to that, that can you know be an issue as far as pricing. So you've got to understand that. Yeah, you know, one thing I think a lot of that comes up a lot uh, with uh, sellers and buyers, uh, you know, factoring in below grade square footage, you know, finished basements, you know, you want to take, you want to explain how you factored that in and the price and factoring that into your pricing and uh, your analysis. Right. I mean, yeah, that's a huge deal. Nice finished square footage versus non, you know, an, an empty basement that still needs to be finished. Obviously, depending on the price point, that can make a difference between 20, 30,000 up to 150, 200,000. A lot of variables there. So I guess my question then, you guys, is, you know, we're talking about this in relation to sellers, but like how would a CMA come into play for like a buyer? I mean, it's, it's just good to know it. And, and the, for a buyer, to, especially in the market that we've had over the past uh, few years, you know, it's the, the more information, the better for a buyer to make a educated decision on, you know, making an offer. I think that it's really important for them to see how, you know, when, what, for example, you know, for the past few years, it's just been a really highly competitive market and a lot of buyers have had to pay quite a bit more over ask price. Um, so it's really, I find it very important for a buyer to fully understand maybe where a listing agent was, their mind was and where they were thinking, what they were thinking when they came up with that pricing. Plus, you know, it's also you occasionally run into that situation where you're just having a hard time figuring out where maybe that listing agent came up with that list price and they're just kind of reaching for the stars. Um, and it just really helps you have that conversation with the buyer and, and set them up um, and make them feel comfortable before they put that offer in. 100% agree. I mean, Ross, you know, we, we tell our buyers that, you know, all the time at, at our initial consultation, like it's our job to really protect your investment. You're going to go out and buy this house. We want to keep you protected. At the same time, you know, sometimes we're in a situation where we know that buyers are overpaying for a property and that's okay, right? There's been a very competitive nature to the market, but it really is up to us to let people know, hey, based on these market comps, you know, based on the stats, you're, this home is probably worth this amount right now. Now, just with that being said, you're going to have five people bid on this and that price is going to get inflated and you need to be okay with that. And then it's up to us to kind of explain the real estate market and how, you know, their future investment is going to be reflected as far as the economy goes and what future home appreciation looks like. So on the buying side, it is a very important tool just to make sure our buyers have full transparency on the decisions they're making and are comfortable with that. And some people say, you know what, there's no way I'm paying any more than any of these comps. And there's some other people that say, I'm okay paying a little bit more because I really want the house. And, yeah. you know, so the like Ross said, some great talking points there. Did that clear that up for you, Katie? Yeah. So I love CMA, comparative market analysis. I think it's one of the best tools in real estate and one of the most often used tools by us. So if anybody out there would like us to perform a CMA on their house, you know what? We're giving away free CMAs. 
Are we cool with that? Free CMAs, Ross? Let's. I'll even increase the pot here, and we'll do free CMAs for life. Free CMAs for life. Okay. How do people go about getting their free CMA? Well, easiest way is to go check out our new website, marketgrandrapids.com. Marketgrandrapids.com. You can connect with us on that website. We got tons of tips and tricks for selling your home and buying your home and all sorts of good stuff. You'll get to meet the team. So go check it out, marketgrandrapids.com. After you've done that, what are we going to let them do, guys? Get back to living. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at maygroupgr or online at marketgrandrapids.com.